All right, what's going on, boys and girls? Welcome back to another episode of Pack the Brew. Appreciate you guys listening wherever you may be. We're going to hop right into it. Kind of a slow week, just me engaged here this week. Also, um, Albert Pujols is chasing history. He's at 698. He is two home runs short of 700 film this on Saturday morning. So, Gage, how do you like his chances reach 700? I like him a lot more than I did uh, at the beginning of the season. I saw something where he, uh, he, what, he didn't even start hitting them like a lot until like July, which is yeah, really a second half. It, it, tr- yeah, truly, truly an elite second half from, uh, I think one of the better, though, obviously one of the better home runs in history or better home run hitters in history. But, uh, man, I, it, it's, it is crazy because, uh, he's kind of been the dude of my generation that's like, like always been like the guy that you don't want to like pitch against. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm from personal experience, like the amount of times that Pujols has just crushed my dreams by hitting <laughs> a bomb out of at the time it was Miller Park. Like it, it was not. He he's he he'll hit it. He'll hit it. Here's here's the question though: Does he? Do you think he'll do it this week? What he? It's obvious that he's going to get it before the season's over, but do you think that he gets it before, like, like this week, next week? How 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 close to the deadline is he going to get? It's close, man. I think I think he'll get like six ninety nine sometime in the near future. I think he'll just be stuck on there just for a little bit, and then like the final week or two, he'll hit that seven hundredth home run, and it will. I mean, it's going to go down to the buzzer. I don't know how, but it just feels like it's going to. It's not going to be done with a few games left. Or a few yeah, weeks left. Yeah, I know. I agree with that. I I thought when we were playing him in uh in in Bush this week, I was so convinced he had he had one in the in the clip for the Brewers. I I'm not sure. It's just like I'm taking game by game now for the Brewers. I'm not really looking ahead at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, do they play him? Do they play him? Yeah. Yeah. Two I, more it, in Milwaukee this year. Two more series or two more games? Two more games. Two more games. Okay. Two more series. I was going to say, it'd be really funny if he unloaded 700 in in Milwaukee. You know, like, here here's the good thing about being a quote-unquote poverty franchise is the Brewers have never really been on the bad part of history. Like for one of these all-time moments, like you look at all the historic moments, it was never happening against the Brewers, but I could fully see that happening in Milwaukee, yeah. I'm hitting 700. Yeah, because just just his history, man, of just being able to like just unload clips on the Brewers night in and night out for so long, it would it would just be poetic justice for him to hit 700 in Milwaukee. But I, I mean, I will I, say, or no, go on. I'm sorry. No, you're good. You're good. Oh, um, I will say, if he has a chance to hit 700. I think I'll be in attendance. You know, obviously, I don't want to see him hit a home run against my team. He's hurt the Brewers more times than I can even count. But to see a truly historic moment that you'll know in MLB history long after we're gone off this earth would be cool to see in person. It would be. It would be really sick. And I don't think that even if you are a Brewers fan, like, there's nobody rooting against Pujols at this point, like, that that I've like obviously come in contact with it's it is it is crazy that he's kind of like he has everybody against like everybody with him kind mm-hmm. of like with like in his posse on his on his side which, which is which is cool to see because you don't really see many people even that like 
even teams that he's killed for so many years are they have fans that are like, hey man, like you can hit seven hundred. There's no, we don't have any problem with it mm-hmm. type of deal. Because this might be one of the last times we see it in a very long time. So right now he's fourth yeah. on the home t- home run list all time. He just passed a rod with his six hundred ninety seventh home run. But I was looking at the active player list. And the next closest up is Miguel Miguel Cabrera at 506, which obviously a yeah. ton, but it's he's not going to come close to 700. You got Nelson Cruz, you got you know Goldie, Evan Longoria, Justin Upton, Joey Votto, Mike Trout with 346. You know maybe him, but I yeah, I, I don't know with his injuries. But yeah, Stanton with 373, he's on the other side of 30. Nolan Arenado, Freddie Freeman, McCutcheon, Harper, Rizzo, Machado, JD Martinez, Carlos Santana. I mean guys that are either way past their primes or they just don't have, you know, they don't have the power to get 700. Oh, right. And they're still 360. Like the, the number you mentioned was 363. So like, I mean, if that's, if that's the number, that's pretty much like the closest, like that's like that ha- even has a chance. Like if what does Trout have again? Sorry, I didn't catch it. Is, is it 363? Trout uh, 346. Yeah. Okay. So like, it's still 160 home runs, and I'm sure that Trout's got. I mean, Trout's got that pop, but Trout is. I mean, Trout's Trout's an elite baseball player. He's he's one of the best of our time, but I mean, he's 31. So and like, with his back too, I just don't right? see him putting up the seasons time and time again to reach 700. I mean, he has to double his amount of home runs right now. Right, I don't see it. I know me neither. I mean, you got you got to go down. I mean, so far. I mean, you're looking at people who are not close to the list, but they're so young and they have the possible power to get it. You know, someone right. like Juan Soto, you know, Acuna. I I don't know, but you're looking at it's going to be a rookie class from four years ago yeah. that have dudes that have potential. Like it's still going to be a while. It's going to be 15 plus years, and right. even that might be early. It might be 20. It might be you know none of these yeah. guys. Yeah, for some sure, for some sure, guy sure. in middle school might be the yeah. next 700 guy right now. You know we we don't know. know, and so we kind of want to see history when we can before both of us yeah. are old men with canes to walk. Right. Yeah, I I agree with that. I know school school would not appreciate me getting home at 9 30 well probably not even probably 11 o'clock on a school night but i don't know man to see Pujols hit 700 in person would be once in a lifetime type of deal right i i would see it and i mean this is coming from two people who do not like the cardinals at all at all right. diehard yeah. brewer fans have seen him demolish our team for so many years 2011, 2011 yeah i mean what three mvps with the cardinals or was it four i'm not yeah. sure but i mean he's truly the best hitter of the 2000s and one of the best hitters of all time and he did it all while playing 20 games against us every year he has killed yeah. us and even we want to see him reach 700 that'd yeah. be really cool yeah so that's one part of history for the cardinals they made some more history already Yadier Molina and Adam Wainwright, 325 starts together, which is an MLB record. These are two Hall of Famers. And again, both have demolished our teams for nearly 20 years at this point. But I got to say, I still respect their games. Yeah, it it is. It is that that's such a crazy thing. And I I mean, I loved I loved uh, Yadier Molina's kind of tribute that he did with his cleats and his uh, Mm -hmm. helmet. Those were super sick just kind of uh it, it is insane uh i think there is something to having uh a duo that lasts as long as they do 
there's not it's not obvious it's obviously not by mistake i mean these dudes are two elite yachty's probably a hall of famer right? oh most definitely I mean, it's it's kind of like these these dudes are both elite baseball players and the fact that 325 starts together and they know like i'm sure that yachty or molina knows i'm sure that he knows uh, Wainwright's pitching Arsenal better than Wainwright knows pitching, pitching <laughs> Arsenal at this point. So, I mean, there is it, there is something to having an elite duo on the on the mound and behind the dish. So, I, I, it's it's super cool to see. I mean, as much as it's frustrating, again, like getting killed every single year, it, it is it is super cool. Yeah, and all three of these guys that we just mentioned, Pujols, Yachty, and Wainwright, they did confirm that this will be their last season. The Cardinals, you know, it's not official yet but it's pretty darn close that they're going to yeah. be one of the national league central unfortunately so i mean they're going into their postseason with i mean a ton of experience and a ton of just a great team together they could i wouldn't want to see it but they could all in their oh, final year final dance. year with the last world series championship last dance last dance honestly it, it obviously none of these guys are michael jordan because oh no, right. no yeah. one is but it they're pretty darn good baseball players and oh, yeah. three hall of famers i know it, it is it would be so i i know i sucker for storylines but that would be that would be super dope to see something like that happen uh it, i i love i love that idea <laughs> yeah but you know here's here's the good and bad part of that if the Bears somehow sneak into the postseason they would be playing the Cardinals in the wild card round in the best out of three. So we're either yeah. we're either going to be yeah. their first victim or going to be enemy number one, <laughs> according to <laughs> baseball fans. <laughs> yeah, uh, this is just this wasn't on our topic list, but uh, I figured that we should talk about it. Uh, last night, Garrett Mitchell uh, walked off walked off the. Uh, this is going to be just kind of a transition into the playoff spots here, but that that was an insane walk off. Stayed up. Uh, way past my bedtime to go and watch that game. Uh, just crazy. Uh, just Garrett Mitchell is it, it's insane. Uh, like I I have no I have no words to just kind of describe how that felt. Like that if there is any chance the Brewers sneak in the playoffs this year, that that's is your win. game, and that's the win that tells you like, hey, that's what you look back at, real. right? Yeah, and Mitchell has struggled this year, unfortunately. Obviously, small sample size, still believing him to be a great baseball player, but he has struggled, and the stats show it. But I'll tell you, three of his – I don't know how many total hits he has, but three of his hits, you have the home run, you have the go-ahead single middle, now you have a walk-off against the Yankees to complete a 5 nothing comeback against the Yankees, man. This isn't against the Pirates or somebody. This is against the most historic franchise in baseball who hasn't been in Milwaukee in seven years. What a moment for the Bird Crew. Exactly. Uh, This is just kind of like a, a, I guess, playoff picture right now. But Dodgers are in for sure. Uh, Yes. Mets are pretty close to clinch. St. Louis. Uh, Atlanta, Philly, so uh, wow. Atlanta, Philly, San Diego, and then on the AL side of things, Houston's in. Yankees are pretty close. Cleveland, Toronto, Seattle, Tampa Bay, with Baltimore four and a half back. So, do we see a di- do we see a different playoff picture? Is this going to be the one that finishes out? What what's gonna what's what's gonna happen? 
Man, it's it's tough. I don't see a lot of movement. Obviously, we hope that the Padres or the Phillies won't be in there and they'll swap with Milwaukee. But, I mean, you look at it right now, you have two divisions set in stone, the Cardinals and Dodgers are most likely. The Dodgers are already won their division. They already clinched the playoffs. They are going to be twice. the one They seed. clinched the playoff twice. Yeah, <laughs> twice, kind of. I, I don't think we thought we were going to – that wasn't on our topic list, but that was that's really funny that – Baseball statisticians were like, oh, shoot, we made a mistake. Guess what? You have <laughs> to win this happen? one. <laughs> I know. Exactly. It was probably some stupid, like, tiebreaker thing. And yeah. that's the only way that I – that's the only thing I can think about that that, that, that that's kind of how it, like – like it, it's it's funny um the, the astros and the dodgers are the only teams who have officially clinched a playoff spot obviously we know other teams are going to be in it uh, who haven't officially clinched the astros i think are i think it's a magic number of 10 for them to get the number one seed in the american league which you look back at the june that'd be insane to think about not because yeah. the astros were bad but because the yankees right. were on pace to win 120 games now they're still stuck at 87 thanks to that brewers one last night but i right. mean um yeah the al central the guardians have a nice lead of four games where the white Sox and the twins who have fallen so much i don't yeah. see a ton of movement gotcha. in here maybe actually i will say the nl east i think the braves do end up winning that division yeah i got you uh, just just in terms of seeds, Dodger on the NL side, Dodgers one, Mets two, Cards three, Braves four, Phillies five, Padres six. On the uh, AL side of the bracket, uh, Astros one, Yankees two, Guardians three, Blue Jays four, uh, Seattle five, and Charlie's Rays at six. Yeah, and actually, no, I'll say that for the loser of the week, so I'll wait a second yeah. for that. Um, But going back to another topic is the San Francisco Giants, who have kind of collapsed in the second half this year. This is a team who didn't fully sell because they still believed in their chance to make the postseason, which I can respect, but they should have sold Jock and Carlos Rodon, and they have fallen with them because they are now nine and a half back in the wildcard standings and 30 and a half games back in the West. Um, But the Giants, man, just more and more, stuff happen, happen in San Francisco. Zach Little, the reliever, he kind of embarrassed his manager, Gabe Kapler, on the mound. Uh, Kapler is going to pull him, and Little kind of kind of shouted at him a little bit. I don't know exactly what was said. I'm sure yeah. John Boy or somebody can lip read it or something, but he kind of embarrassed his manager, and I thought Kapler handled this, handled this perfectly. He didn't bark back oh, on the mound. Managing he, managing masterclass. Yeah, managing he, he masterclass. managed it perfectly. He went back in the dugout, and he pulled him into the tunnel and he was like hey and then I, he I don't lit know him what up. said but yeah, yeah he did. didn't do it in public and i love that from his manager not to bark back at him where the right. cameras could see it exactly uh, i think charlie charlie talked about that at some point too like or maybe it's you maybe it's charlie dylan but i know we talked about it on this podcast at some point where they were just like dude like you have to you cannot light up people in front of them like you cannot light them up in front of cameras it's such a bad look like you, you shouldn't do it. And there was, it just, I saw, I saw the tweet. That's where the managing masterclass line comes from, but that that's exactly what it is. Yeah. I, I thought, I think Kapler is a, a pretty good manager. He's a good dude. And I thought he, he handled it perfectly while his team was struggling. And yeah, Gage, um, we've said it plenty of times. Don't oh, embarrass yeah. your players. 
you always stick up for your players. And mostly when you see players get upset that they're going to be taken out, they might try to like argue to stay in respectfully. They might yell, you know, something bad in their glove and cover it up, or they might just hand the ball and walk away frustrated. But to kind of turn back and bark at your manager, yikes. And he, he earned a demotion to triple a the very next day because of that. Or I don't know if it was because of that alone, but he was struggling up here too. So maybe a mix of both. For sure. Uh, and then the final, really, really, really slow week. Yeah, unfortunately. But, uh, the the final topic we have is about the Mets president. Sandy Alderson will be transitioning out of his role as the Mets president, um, expected to remain with the organization. Uh, Stearns, I mean, this is not – I know last year we talked about it. Like, they, they, they really put uh, – they put – they basically put Stearns on their wish list type of deal. Like they wanted Stearns really bad. They they kind of did everything that they could, but uh, with the with the recent struggles of the uh, with the Brewers front office, uh, Adonazio being cheap. Do you think that this moves Stearns at all? It's tough because I thought it was a guarantee because earlier this year it was believed that Stearns' contract was done this year, but it's actually done at the next year. So gotcha. I don't know exactly how that would be done. Can can you trade GMs? Is that something you can, can you? do? I don't think so. I know you can trade coaches in the NFL, but I, I don't know. So I probably should have looked that up beforehand. But I, I guess you can give – you can the Mets can request interview them, and the Brewers can either accept or decline that. I assume they would decline, but maybe yeah. they accept. And then, yeah, in, if if the Mets want him and the Brewers let him take them – He's going to take the job. This is the Mets. He's not able to spend a lot of money in Milwaukee because eight and a half million for a washed up player is quote unquote stretching the budget. And Steve Cohen, the Mets manager is spends, he spends a ton, a ton of money on free agents and all that good stuff. And the Mets were his hometown team when he was um, a while ago. So everything (laughs) lines up for him to go to the Mets. I hate it, but I will say, if David Stearns does leave, not going to be happy about it, but Matt Arnold is kind of runs under, under the same idea as Stearns. So I think the Brewers will still be in good hands. Yeah, I agree. Uh, no, kind of winners and losers of the week. Now yeah. uh, my winner of the week is Ryan Brupack. He got quote tweeted by Sam Decker this morning. That was really cool. That That is, that is a thrill for any <laughs> sort of like, Wisconsin fan to get quote tweeted by a player. My loser of the week is IKF. Uh, very bad backhanded ground ball attempt last night. That it, I, I just comical, just comical. I was gonna, I was gonna. Oh man, I, I, I loved it so much. I think I texted, I texted one of my my friends, and I was like, or no, it was it was the group chat, it was the group chat, and I was like, oh, just yeah. I was like, yeah, Yankees can't field the backhanded ground ball because that's exactly what it was. And he bobbled it. And that ended up being a big run. Huge run. Yeah. And um, as as if IKF couldn't be more hated in the Bronx, I think it somehow just <laughs> went up right there. Yeah. So bless his heart. He's gonna have the Joey Gallo treatment, probably scared to leave his his yeah. hotel <laughs> in yeah. New playoff, York. Playoff Tanaka, one of the Yankees accounts. He was like, we've been tough on IKF's glove, but credit where credit's due. This is a potential game saver. And it was it was the pick that got uh 
was it was it it wasn't that ended up getting jace at second mm. and so everybody was like oh like kind kind of like all's forgiven like big play thank you and then he bobbled the, <laughs> the backhand and just ground ball yeah he's he's not doing too well in new york unfortunately for him and the yankees uh, but my winner of the week is the race on roberto clemente day Roberto Clemente Day, excuse me, on September 15th, the Rays had an all-Latino lineup on Clemente Day, which was the first one in MLB history. And honestly, I don't think you have a more perfect day to do so. So good for the Rays. Kind of a cool MLB moment right there. And my oh, loser yeah. of the week is kind of all of us on the Pack of the Brew pod- yeah. podcast because last week we were talking about the Yankees and the Rays. And we're like, yeah, the Rays are going to win the East. And sure, they're still mathematically alive, but since then, they were three back. Now they're seven back. So um, it, it's honestly amazing how we jinx everything possible on this show. Everything we say, it's it's always it is, the opposite. It is insane. It is crazy. There was one week, I think it was like pretty much the middle of summer, and mm-hmm. I think everything we said went wrong. It got jinxed like that night that yeah. weekend it, it's incredible how we do this man it's a talent it, it is it is insane uh the the uh yeah, yeah that just that's insane the brewers are not going to win the division <laughs> yeah no chance they win it <laughs> i like it man on the quick trip app only a few more days left it ends this week to win your 2022 Renabago Revel. So if you guys want to do the pull tab app, I have 426 grand prize entries. I've been doing this every day. So highly Ooh. recommend you guys try in the final week and see what you guys get. And also, of course, just use the Quick Trip Rewards app because 15 visits get you a free chocolate milk. How can you not love that? So lots of perks using that Quick Trip Rewards app. So we kind of looked at the stains a little bit, but we can go through it quickly again. We, we just said the Yankees still are have a comfortable lead. Now five and a half uh, games up on the Blue Jays, who are in second place. And the Rays still hold that uh, playoff spot seven games back. And in the wild card, Baltimore, I think our heroes are are done. I hate it. I think they're done though. Uh, nice story, nice season, but four and a half back. It's going to be really tough to overcome teams it like is. the Mariners and the Rays here. Yeah, it it is it is a tough one. You, you forgot to mention Boston, who's seventeen. Oh yeah, Boston sucks. It, they're, they're not it, even it worth mentioning. It, yeah, it doesn't even matter. They're <laughs> they're they're done. Uh, Central. I mean, we've used the wheel analogy with the White Sox, who are in second, four back at the Guardians. How many wheels do they have left? Well, I'll tell you, I gave up on them two weeks ago, so I'm I'm off. I jumped off, so that's up for you, guys you to are tell. Crazy me. man, I'm 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 thinking. If there's a wheel. There's like one solid wheel, and I think there's like one that's gone now. Okay, so we're still on three wheels, and like two like two of the bolt like it's like rattling back and forth when you move. Like two of the tires are rattling back and forth <laughs> when you move. So like we're in trouble, but there is a chance that they can secure secure the bolts this week. I mean, big, big, run out big games, any, any games for the White Sox, anybody that's less than five games back is huge baseball. Uh, White Sox, four back, Twins, five back, uh, 
21 bag for the Royals and 22 and a half bag for the Tigers. What, what a little downfall for the Twins. I mean, this team was in first place yeah. throughout a lot of the season. And even when they weren't, it was tied or only a game back. And now here they are five games back with only a couple weeks left. That's crazy. Kind of a, a yikes. I mean, it's they kind of did their playoff choke early. I'm, I know I'm not one to talk with how my team has performed <laughs> in the second half, but I mean, at least... I feel like they're a lot more alive than the twins are right now. Um, and then the AL West Houston yet again, they're going to obviously win this They're on a six game winning streak. Wow. And uh, they are going to win or have the number one seed and home field advantage throughout the American league playoffs. And they're Insane. still kind of battling the Dodgers for the number one seed in all of baseball, only four games back of that, or excuse me, five games back of that. So uh, yeah, Houston, really good Seattle. Still in a playoff spot. Looks like they're going to break their drought. Hopefully, knock on wood. Yep, exactly. Uh, we're going to go to the East now. Mets are a game, or the Mets Mets lead the division. Atlanta's a game back at M. Phillies 10 back. Miami, a fourth, uh, a second place team, is 31 and a half back. And the <laughs> Nationals are 40 back. Marlins uh, officially eliminated this week from the postseason. <laughs> yeah. Yikes, Mr. Brew Pack, not my best take ever. Um, but... Yeah, it's okay. Like we said before, uh, losers of the week because of our It's picks. us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Philly um, still hold that um, second wild card spot, game and a half up. Yeah, it's, it, is, it is a big one. Uh, just we, we mentioned it earlier, but Atlanta is basically, basically in. But that Philly – in any in any order, Philly, Padres, Milwaukee. Do we want to put Giants in the like kind of race or? Do you think no, it's okay. it's the final yeah, wild so card spot. It is Philly's, Philly's Padres. It Brewers. is Philly's Padres. Uh, Philly's Padres Brewers for that for those second and third wild card spot. Um, it's a good race down to the end. It is, yeah. Last year, last year was something similar, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. And then the wild card spot for the AL. Seattle, Seattle, Tampa, and Baltimore fighting for second and third. I'll throw the White Sox in there too because I got yeah, why not? Of, I got a little bit of bias too, but <laughs> that's that's kind of our it's kind of a four uh, four battling for two there. Yeah, yeah. The right AL, now it is. Right now it is. Good. Yeah, right now it is Seattle and Tampa Bay mm-hmm. as we speak. And then the Central, National League Central, uh, Cardinals up by a few games. Spurs, seven and a half back. Unfortunately, Cubs suck. Actually, I will say they are, I think they're above 500 in the second half. So that's definitely a a lot better than I thought they would be. So good for them. Reds, 30 games under, and the Pirates, (laughs) 30 games back and in last place. That's insane. Their fall. Their their fall is that's insane. They were in third place for a lot of the season. Yeah, it, it, it's expected that a team like them is going to fall. Um, even when they're halfway decent, they're going right. to fall. Yeah, and then lastly, National League West, uh, Dodgers clinched twice. Actually done. Yeah, uh, Padres are in, but they're twenty or Padres are 21, 21 back. That's crazy. Uh, Giants 30 and a half, Arizona 31 and a half, and the Rockies are officially eliminated 37 and a half games back. So we say this a lot, and I'm going to continue to repeat because I don't want anyone to think that I truly look at it to evaluate a team, but run differential, the Dodgers plus 323. That's That's insane. insane. It is is crazy. 
Like that that's just that's, a, that, that's unreal. I I hate this team, bro. But how can you not respect how good they are, man? They make me mad, right. but they're so freaking good. Yeah, that, that it's insane. It's insane. The Dodgers team is must be nice. Charge proof. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No kidding. Yeah, but guys, a short episode. Like like we said, really slow week, unfortunately. Yeah. So hoping for a lot more next week and hopefully yeah. one or two more guys on the podcast with us. Yeah, hopefully. But boys and girls, that's going to be it for this episode of Packed Brew. Appreciate you guys listening wherever you may be. We hope you have a beautiful day and subscribe to the podcast on Spotify. We'll see you guys later.